Hey guys, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are Hi, you? Hi Dan. Hi Han. If yes. you weren't used to video calls before 2020, you certainly will be now. Throughout the globe, lockdown rules have meant that living our lives online has been crucial if you want to stay connected with family, friends, or of course colleagues. Every organisation in some capacity has had to do some form of digital transformation, not just during lockdown, but for over several years. In this episode, we thought we'd tell you our story and a little bit about what we've been up to in the digital world. Uh, joining me today are Hannah and Kathy ann from Impact Digital Team. So we'll start with a couple of introductions, if we may. So Kathy ann if we could come to you first. Hi, how are you? Hi, good, thank you, Dan. Um, so yeah, my name's Kathy ann and I work um, in partnership with Hannah to lead our digital strategy within our global business. Cool. And how long have you been with Impact now? Because it's been a few years, if you don't mind me saying. Yeah, I um, I started my career with Impact when I was 18 and left when I was 21. Had 10 years out of the business and then came back 14 years ago. So you can work out my age if you, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I mean, it's fair to say you know a bit about Impact and what it is we do, which is very helpful. Um, so Hannah, uh, coming over to you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi Dan, so yes, I'm Hannah. I'm, my official title is Head of Digital Design and Development. I've been at Impact now for four years. I've got a background in digital design agencies and I lead and manage a team of brilliant creative software designers and engineers and I'm super proud of them all. Awesome. Uh, yeah, they're a good bunch. I'm pleased to say, call them my colleagues as well. And um, so it's probably worth at this point just briefly discussing the history of Impact, where we've come from. Cathy ann if I could come to you for that one, please. Yeah, sure. So Impact was born in 1980 um, by our CEO, um, David Williams. Um, we're known as experts in experiential learning in the people development world and primarily known in the marketplace, I guess, as, as experts in face-to-face -face delivery of experiential learning. Cool. Cheers, Cathy ann So, um, Hannah, I wonder if you could talk to me a little bit about um, when Impact started with virtual delivery. So we started to think about this probably two or three years ago because we realised that if we were to remain competitive in our changing marketplace, we, we needed to be using technology to our benefit and we wanted to design and build some true learning application that puts the user back at the centre of that learning experience. So we had the capability in-house. We have a full multimedia digital design team with software engineers, software designers and graphic designers and videographers. So we pulled all of that resource together and put all of our energy and efforts into thinking how we were going to respond to that question of how we were going to take that experiential learning into the virtual space, but still be most effective at what we do, which is being impact and being experiential. And because I, I actually have a little bit of experience of of. Um, doing some virtual delivery with Impact, we would run uh, some webinars for for clients, and it was using existing software out there, and it and it always kind of felt like there were some limitations as to what we as Impact were were capable of offering. So, um, what is it that that you saw there, and that what that then meant that you sort of looked into developing our own system? Well, for us, it was about putting the learner back at the centre of that experience. There's lots of technology on the marketplace and even more so now accelerated by the by the COVID pandemic. So there's a plethora of, of, of really exciting technology. But if we can't put a process behind that of learning and bringing the learner to the 
centre of that, then it really is just technology for technology's sake. And we've always said at Impact that we should let the learning lead, that we shouldn't ever let the technology drive the design of that system. So at Impact, we always start with a custom approach. So why not start with a custom piece of technology? So that's what we did. We created our own technology because with that, we can be flexible, bespoke and custom um, and we can activate some social learning through that and we can do clever things with technology but at the end of the day the end result is still putting the learner at the center of that and having them come through that experience and transform behavior as a result. When we first started to look at our digital strategy we knew that we needed to do some catching up so fast follow the marketplace but our approach has always been to fast follow then leap ahead and I think that's what we have done um, exponentially during the Covid pandemic. So how did that process go? Like, were, did you did you find there were any challenges at all with implementing this sort of digital strategy? Um, the quick answer, yes, absolutely. It was fraught with challenge, as I think anybody that's done any kind of uh, transformation, whether it be digital or not within an organisation, mm. um, it was hard. Um, but we've learnt a lot. And um, the biggest thing I would say is that don't let difficulty put you off. You've got to start and start now. Go big, go quickly. Um, if we'd known it was going to be difficult, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have set off. Secondly, I'd say never give up. Um, create a team that's strong, the relationships, the support that we're in it together. Um, and don't fear. We all have a fear of technology. Um, we're, we're afraid to. We're afraid that we'll look stupid or feel stupid. And what's required right now is for us to learn and to be curious. So don't have that fear and embrace it. Um, ask for per, uh, forgiveness, not permission. We've done a lot, a lot of that over the the last little while. Um, get external support. So we've been working with a non-exec board member who has helped us throughout the whole process. And finally, I would say, create a team full of learners, not doers. Um, we, yeah, it's back to the curiosity thing again. We need people to be to be curious and to be in it together. There's certainly been times over the last few years where we have all taken a lead um, and been the the person that's had the most positivity to keep us all going. And then we've uh, dropped back and let somebody else do that. So that that team aspect, the the team that we've created in the wider sense has been the key to the success of where we've got to so far. I, I totally agree, Cathy, and I think it's inevitable that with any form of innovation, you're going to be met with some resistance whether in, in some way, shape or form. But I think that it's been really fascinating to see that, because of course, a few years ago when you started this project, nobody knew that there was going to be a pandemic, and yet now it's suddenly become needed. So we're, I guess there'll be a lot of appreciation for that we're, we're in the position that we are based on the work that you guys have done. So uh, I'm curious to, to hear about the the a little bit about the the how that we do what we do uh, in the virtual space but also the 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 why and go into a little bit more detail there so hannah if i could come back to you in terms of um uh, give us a, a brief overview of what it is that we and how and how we deliver virtually so we designed and developed a web app it's basically a responsive website but it's been designed mobile first so very intuitive to the end user it looks and feels and behaves like a, an app and they can have that on their phone and it sends notifications but really what that is is um, a vessel for impact to deliver um, our learning content so we write content into the application and we can drop that throughout a learning experience so 
it's really um, a, an app to be able to produce some content with some humanity um, and with some feeling and with some context and some meaning to a personal learning experience. And that's all delivered through this web responsive app. And it's the, the other fantastic thing about it is it's all customizable, isn't it? I mean, we've, uh, we can drop in videos of, of CEOs or uh, stakeholders to, to their participants we can um, facilitate virtually as well right yeah that's right so we design the experience for the application in much the same way that we design an experience for a face-to-face event so everything has context everything has meaning and we bring that meaning and context to life using like you say videos or animations or graphics um, and we let in users interact with the technology so there's checklists for them to to complete based on what we've asked them to do and it's really just there to hold all of that learning experience together and give some um, structure to that learning journey in the virtual space when face-to-face isn't a possibility. One of the phrases I remember you uh, saying uh, a while ago which I thought was brilliant is that it's having the the magic of impact in your pocket and I thought that was really uh, interesting because of course yes when you when people have come off a, a, a a face-to-face impact program it's very very memorable and i think that one of our challenges i would imagine was translating that magic into a virtual in a virtual way yeah that's definitely right i mean that you, you've hit the nail head we bring the humanity to life using virtual tools so we are still impacting that virtual space and and we do try and sustain that learning so if there has been a face-to-face event like you say it's been a bit of a transformative magical experience but we can continue that in that virtual space by keeping that social group of people together mm. encouraging them to keep socializing that learning learning journey as they keep going i mean everything that we do should be flexible we should always meet participants and learners where they're at so yes absolutely providing blended um, experiences is something that we've been experienced with but as we say in this sort of current environment there is no face-to-face at all and we can respond as equally well to that and as equally as provide a powerful experience fantastic so kathy ann how's it landed with clients what have you heard yeah very well dan um it's landing extremely positively especially with um the the pandemic at the moment we are working with um a telecoms communication company um with their graduate program um Mm. looking at creating a learning culture over two years and what we've been able to do by using our approach and using our own technology air is to propel those graduates into real life experiences through online prompts, linking the theoretical learning to real life within their organisations. So so providing the context within the learning. Um, We've promoted networking across that group and we've um, covered themes like well-being, mind, purpose, difference and belonging, innovation, design thinking. And one of the real key things that we're able to do at the moment is is be agile in our design in order to respond to the changes and events in real time. So we've been able to actually um, design that content specifically in relation to COVID and what's happening within those graduates' lives personally and within the workplace. So able able to kind of customise the content has been really useful and really popular with with our clients. And I guess that as from a participant point of view, having those customized elements must make it far more engaging because I mean, I've done stuff where it's all generic type of content, and you just don't seem to relate to it in the same way. The, the, the So yeah, the ability to, to see that it's been designed for them with working with that uh, organization must help loads, does it? 
Absolutely. I think people understand that we're actually talking to them, meeting them where they're at, as yeah. Hannah said earlier. Um, and they feel that the the learning um, journey has been designed specifically for them as an individual within the context of their um, personal and working life. I think what I would say is that we've seen the arrival of new and emerging technology, but it fundamentally hasn't changed the way that people learn. So what we find is a lot of clients invest a lot of money in spending on learning management systems or e-learning only to find that it's not effective and that participants and learners aren't engaging with that content. So what we do is employ our experiential approach that we use in a face-to-face environment, but we we use technology to bring that life to life in the virtual environment um, because the learning process hasn't changed. Yeah. So we can we can through our technology, through our application, we can create a narrative thread and a voice that's written by our own impact facilitators and put the human first into that learning experience. And we can take that group on a journey and stop off at any content that they want to access. So we can link to the learning management system that they've spent a lot of money on building a content library for. We can link to external resources and sources and we can make sense of everything else that's been offered to them, but we weave it together into a truly experiential journey that is going to ultimately change behaviour at the end of that result through social learning, through collaboration. But but the technology isn't getting in the way of that. It's merely just facilitating that. Brilliant. So the future then, what can you see the future in this, uh, in the sort of virtual learning space? Well, it's not going away. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, especially, you know, I think with this um, pandemic that's it's really only rapidly moving the dial on on what sort of technology is available and, and it's exciting you know there is potential for us to do lots of really cool stuff with augmented reality mixed reality virtual reality but at the end of the day we should always hold true to our purpose and our mission and our value which is customized experiential learning journeys and we should only use what technology is appropriate um, for that particular learning outcome. We do have a point of view about using technology and learning, and mm. this helps us help clients when choosing the best technology to suit a learning experience. So at, at Impact, we are platform agnostic. Um, we do have experience working in many different platforms using lots of virtual tools. Yeah. It just so happens that we've also built our own because we saw a gap in the market. But we'll always start with where the client is and where their participants are and what the learning objectives are. And our point of view on using technology and learning helps us choose the best piece of technology to suit that particular learning experience. I think from a um, looking at digital transformation as a whole, I think so much of what's required now is learning and being curious. So we don't have all the answers. We are learning in the moment and applying that learning mm. and failing fast and and moving on. So I think we all need to be really open to, to learning new things, to being curious and to working out what it is that we we need to to know and do straight away. One thing you mentioned before was uh, about the sort of the the fear of technology, and I think that that's been um, and that still exists a lot in a lot of well, all over the world, really. I mean, a, a lot of people come to me and say I'm very, I'm not very technically literate or you know computer savvy, and I think that a lot of people are maybe scared to to try new things. So if you can overcome that, you can you can start to to do do great things i guess um which is exactly what we've done um, and and to use that analogy maybe we as an organization were scared to go down the digital route because we weren't sure exactly how it would work we were going out of our comfort zone which is often the one of the things that we we preach that we do <laughs> uh and 
and yeah, it do, it has paid off. You know, it is paying off. It's um, so I, I think it was a, a really brave step to do, and I think that it should be uh, uh, commended as such. You know what, Dan? The old adage: if it turn it on and off again, yeah, <laughs> still, still believe works. me, I have used that regardless phrase regardless of how clever we get with technology. <laughs> well, that will always work. Yeah, I promise. Absolutely, couldn't have said it better myself. Um, well, brilliant. Thank you very much for joining me today, guys. It's been fascinating to learn a bit about what we have done, what we are doing, and what we can do in the future. So, uh, uh, as usual, I'll, if you would like to learn more, then please visit our website at impactinternational.com. Follow us on social. We are on Twitter and LinkedIn. And of course, we've got more content for you to go and see and read. So we've got our YouTube channel. We've got more podcasts. And we have got our blog for, for loads of brilliant articles there. So it just remains for me to thank Hannah and kathy for joining me today. Thank you both. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. And until the next time, thanks for listening.